0: What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Sports Dispenser here, and today I'm going to be doing my NBA playoff recap number five. Um, I'm now doing these once every five days because as the amount of games gets, I guess, shorter, you could say, I'm gonna be like kind of like stretching them out so I can make these still, you know, a probably like 25, 30 minute podcast. I, 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 that's why I'm trying to do with these. That's why they're coming out less often as the first few did. These last five days of basketball, I'm not going to say they've been crazy, but there have been some good games. I mean, the 4 OT, t there have been some good games. Some series have definitely been, they're all like 2-2, 2-1. They're all really good series. Let's just get right into it. With the first game, and that was on May 1st, that was Portland beating the Nuggets 97-90. Um, This game tied the series up 1-1, and... I guess my main takeaway from this game is if, is that the Nuggets, they're not just a one-trick pony team. Their whole team played well on defense that game. They held Damian Lillard to fourteen points, shooting five for seventeen, and they held the Blazers to under to to below one hundred points. That's one hell of a defensive game from the Nuggets. But their offense needs some help. I mean, they have Jokic. Of course, Jokic is going to put up a good stat line. He had 16, 14, and 7. That's a good stat line. But just the rest of the team, I mean, Jamal Murray is a good player, but he's too inconsistent. And I'm not saying he has, like, horrible games, but it's either really good or just an average game. And we'll talk about him later as as I talk about Game 3. Three and four. Yeah. I I will talk about him more, but he's too inconsistent. He had 15 points, which is still a good amount of points. But you gotta, you gotta do better than that. Will Barden, 17 minutes, one for six. I mean, (sighs) Morris, one for eight, three points. The Nuggets need to be a better offensive team because their defense can play ball. They, they they have a good defense, but when their offense is just not clicking and when shots are not hitting, it's because they shot 20% from the three. 20. That's horrendous. You shoot 20% from three ball, I'm not surprised that you're only putting up 90 points. There's no shock to me. When it comes to free throws, 61%. I mean... They just played like ass when it comes to the... So, I'd say my main takeaway from this game is that the Nuggets, like, they're not of They don't have, like, sharpshooters just littered throughout the, the lineup. But they're they're too inconsistent for me. And, I've, I mean, I've, of course, we're going to talk about them more throughout the podcast, but... They're too inconsistent. I mean, they fell behind to the Blazers, and the Blazers just did not look back. That's my main takeaway. Nuggets a little bit too inconsistent for me. When their offense is not on, then it's just not going to work out. That, but, I mean, that applies for most teams, so that's kind of like a really vague takeaway. Moving on to Thursday night, we had Philly um, taking the 2-1 lead against The Raptors, they won 116-95. to I I was shocked to see this. I really was very surprised to see this. Because they didn't just beat the Raptors by single digits. They whooped their ass by 21. Oh. Like, the game was close. First and third quarter. But the fourth quarter, Raptors only scored 14 points. Oh. 14 points. Kawhi had 33 points shooting 13 for 22. That's one hell of a game. Kyle Lowry had seven points shooting two for 10. I feel bad for Kyle Lowry because we all know he's a talented point guard. We all know he can contribute to a really good team, but I don't, He needs so much around him because he's not a number one guy. He's barely even a a number three guy to me. Like, he's a number three guy for a championship roster. And I don't like saying that because I'm a Kyle Lowry fan. He's a nice guy, very humble. But when it comes down to it, I mean, shooting two for ten in a playoff game at Philly, when you have Kawhi and Patrick... Skolsiakam hooping like they were, I just... The Raptors, when you have Kyle Lowry shooting two for ten, seven points. Marcus All, seven points. Danny Green, I mean Danny Green had a, I'm mean, had a pretty average game. He, he put up thirteen. But then when your bench only, then when your bench only has eleven points combined, your whole bench. This man Kawhi needs help. We will get to game four, uh, later this podcast, but. That's embarrassing. I'm not sure whether or not that's coaching or just pure talent, but that's just bad. That's I mean my main takeaway is Kawhi can't do it by himself, and when the supporting cast does bad, the Raptors will do worse. They will be terrible. And actually, you know, I have one more thing that could play into the Sixers' defense being good, but I. I I don't think it does as much because, I mean, Kyle Lowry's had good games against the 76 It's just, it's a confusing situation there. It's a confusing situation. Moving on to Friday night's game, games May 3rd. We had the game three of the Milwaukee-Boston series and also game three of the Portland Nuggets series. Let's get right into it with the Bucks celtics the Bucks won 123 to 116 and I'm not surprised basically what happened this game was it was kind of neck and neck throughout then towards the end of the third Milwaukee just pulled away they just pulled away and I'll get I'll get to my predictions at the end of this podcast for um this for the series but I mean come on I really surprised to to really see this cuz Boston I mean they they are they're learning how to play together at the exact right time. And Boston played really good on offense. It's just their defense. I mean, Jason Tatum minus 15 plus minus. <sighs> I mean, Giannis 32 13 and 8 shooting 8 for 13. I'm looking at the field goal percentages for the uh, the Bucks starting lineup, and Nicole Mirotic five for nine, Giannis eight for thirteen, Chris Middleton six for twelve, Brook Lopez three for six, and I mean Eric Bledsoe shot four for fifteen. That was the one a pretty average one. Actually, that's that's actually like way below average, but still, you you get what I'm saying. Like Boston's defense needs to tighten up because if they want to win this series it's going to be 6-7 games most uh, it'll be most likely 7 games if they really want to win this series Ball, i mean Boston they're really talented but the bucks i mean they I, I mean Mike Budenholzer is being a better coach than Brad Stevens this season the bucks have okay they've clearly played better than the Celtics this season Giannis is gonna win the MVP Great supporting cast. And Boston, it's not... My main takeaway from this is if they can get their defense shit together, they'll be good. If they can get their defense together and lock down... I mean, just not even Giannis. Because, let's face it, you're not going to shut down Giannis. You shut him down game one. But that's a very rare occasion. If you can... like. George Hill had 21 points shooting 9 for 12. If if you can just shut that down, you'll be A-OK. If you can hold Chris Middleton to a very average, probably... Actually, like, if you can hold him to like a below-average game where he has only, like, 12, 13 points, because we all know that Giannis is going to drop 30. That's just going to happen. I don't care how hard you try, he's going to score. If they can shut down the supporting cast and make Giannis play alone as he is the main one and make him carry a team, kind of like how Kawhi is, kind of like Kawhi had to do, and that failed. If Boston can kind of emulate that and shut down guys like Chris Middleton, Nikola Mirotic, help, George Hill, because he had 21 points. That's fucking ridiculous. But still, that's that is my main takeaway. If Boston can... Shut down Giannis' supporting cast. Because you're not going to shut down Giannis. If you can just lock down everyone else and make Giannis play kind of like a 1v5 situation. And if Boston just plays their normal, high tempo, really good offense. Then they'll be a-okay. That's my takeaway from that game. Moving on to the quadruple overtime game we had. Denver versus Portland. Portland won 140-137. to First of all, holy shit! That's a that's that's a long time to play basketball. Nikola Jokic had sixty-five minutes. God damn. McCullum sixty minutes. I could not imagine being on a basketball court for an hour. That's actually insane. That's fucking crazy. But let's talk about the game. Um, what this game proves to me is that Portland has more. How do I say this? They have more, I guess, juice, you could say. They are... This is very hard to explain. Shit. Portland is better in the long run. They're better in the stretch. That's what I'm trying to say. So, picture this four OTs as a game six, game seven. Because this series is now tied two to two. No, shit. That's just game three. Never mind. Fuck me. No, but so... This series is, as of... As of the recording, tied two to two. Um, I kind of view this as what can happen in a game seven situation because that's what I think this series is going to come down to a game seven. And this shows that, hey, Portland does not have. Uh, okay, I mean, clearly they're like really tired, they're fatigued, but they have more longevity than the Nuggets do. That's what this game proved to me. And C.J. McCollum, 41 points, shooting 16 for 39. I, I, I do get that stat to like, inflated because they basically played a whole other half of basketball. But being able to play 60 minutes and still have 41 points. And Portland won this game shooting 28% from three. You don't see that very often. They shot 12 for 42 from three. That does not really happen. I mean, they lost the rebound battle. They lost the, ass- I don't know that's foul shit. I- As yeah, they lost the assist battle. I mean, what this game boiled down to is hey, who is. I cannot find the word I'm looking for, but who has more longevity? That's what, that doesn't make much sense. But I hope you get, I'm trying to say it. I forgot the word I was looking for, but y'all hope y'all, y'all can hopefully get what I'm trying to say, when I say that. Portland, Denver, these are two very evenly matched teams. They have their superstar, they have their good they have their well rounded <laughs> well rounded, their well rounded supporting cast. I think this is a really good series. And Portland, if they can just get their three point shooting together, shit, they'll be A O K. Some so I mean my main takeaway I think I've been referencing to this whole time is if this series comes down to seven games, I trust Portland more than I trust Denver. For the reason that this game showed, they're more consistent. You could say they have less fatigue. They have longevity. That's what I'm trying to say. Moving on to Saturday's one game, May Fourth. This was this was painful. I it was a really good game, but it was just painful having to wait till eight thirty to watch a damn basketball game, and they could have just played different games. But that's okay. That was the prime time game. And um it was a one hell of a game too. Um, sorry for that. But um Houston won 126 to 121 in and overtime. Once again, sorry, but um <laughs> I I don't I'm trying to figure out what to talk about first. I'm gonna talk about the Warriors first. Um why? Why isn't Steph Curry playing up to par? Why is he only putting up seventeen points? Why is he only putting up? Has he had a twenty point game this series? Like I'm like genuinely curious when, when I have to ask that question about Stephen Curry. He he had eighteen points during game one. He might have had twenty game two because they they had a good amount of points. He had twenty points game two. When you're Stephen Curry, you're a highly regarded basketball player. You're an arguably top five player right now. And dude, eighteen points, twenty points, seventeen points. Step up. Okay, I I do get it. Oh, I mean Golden State, they're up two one, but Kevin Durant can't drop forty six points every night. He can't like like the like the run that Kevin Durant is going on right now, you can hate the man. But, God damn, he's good at shooting a basketball. He is damn good at shooting a basketball. He's damn good at shooting a basketball. But the thing I'm more concerned about is KD's kind of looking around going, Huh, my <laughs> Steph Curry, $200 million contract, 17 points. Aigu <laughs> getting paid, what is it, $15, 16000000 per year? He had 16 That's a good game. Klay Thompson, also a free agent, 16 points. Draymond, 19 points. I, I'm, I'm helping you see Draymond had a great game. Edgar had a great game. Where's Curry? Clay, I, I mean, Clay's kind of inconsistent like that. So I can give him a pass for having 16 points. Because one, he's the third option. And two, I mean, he's inconsistent at times. But Steph, dude. What, what, what? What's happening there? Like, if if Steph has a good game, this series isn't even close. This series is a breeze for the Warriors. If, if like, Steph plays to the caliber where he can play at, and, okay, I do get, okay, yeah, huh the ankle, yeah, 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 sure. He has that every year. He, that man hoops with that every year. I do get it. It sucks that he's kind of hurt right now, but... If he's played three games by now, he should be just fine. Like He should be back in the loop. But I could also be wrong when I'm saying that. I'm just... K- Katie cannot hold this team on its back for the whole playoffs. And I'm concerned about that. Because let's just say they play the Bucks during the finals. Or hell, I say the Trailblazers or the Nuggets can take advantage of that. I mean, shit. I don't think they can, but... I mean this isn't looking that great for the warriors and i do get okay yeah they're up two one but curry you have a wide open layup dunk with like 30 seconds left and over time why the hell would you try to dunk it i was shocked watching that because curry i i mean curry can dunk but why the fuck wouldn't you just do a layup that that's so stupid like Curry's kind of – that man needs to get his shit together because if he doesn't, this this Warriors team is not looking promising during the long run. Now let's talk about the Rockets. Um, what happened this game for the Rockets? Eric Gordon dropped 30. Clint Capella and Chris Ball combined for 27 points. That's basically what happened. James Harden still had 41, and the rest of his team were playing really well. I mean – Eric Gordon shot 11 for 20 from the field, 30 points. Chris Paul had a very Chris Paul-type game. 14 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. That's a good game. Clint Capella out-rebounded. Actually, Evan Draymond Green tied with 11 rebounds. And P.J. Tucker, 12 boards, 7 points. That's a very low-scoring game for him, but the 12 boards, shit, that don't hurt anybody. Like this is a this is a really good series, but the difference for me is the Rockets are clearly outmatched, but the Rockets they're outmatched if the Warriors can get their shit together and not have Kevin Durant have fifty points every night because as incredible as he's playing, that can't work for a whole playoff for a whole playoff i guess run. I can barely work for a whole series. I mean, I'm just concerned about this team. Because the Rockets, they're going to play hard. This Rockets team is going to play hard every night. Every game. That's no secret. Can the Warriors get their shit together, though? Because Rockets, they took advantage during overtime. Like, you hold the Warriors to nine points. And the overtime, this game was close throughout. I just... My main takeaway, Steph, step it up. And I mean, the I'm the Rocket supporting cast. They stepped it up. The Warriors, they had a very balanced starting lineup, but it shouldn't be that balanced when Draymond Green is scoring more points than Steph Curry. That's fucking ridiculous. Moving on to Sunday's two games, we have Toronto coming back and tying the series up 2-2 with them beating the 76ers 101-96. Um, this... Isn't too much different from game three. um The thing is that's different is that the Raptors played really good on defense. Joel Embiid, okay, I do understand he had his sickness or something like that. That's bad. That's awful. But clearly he was well enough to play. And I do get, oh, yeah, but he was sick, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, if he was like sick, sick, then he shouldn't have played. I mean, come on. <laughs> Held him to 11 points. I mean, J.J. Redick, Jimmy Butler, they had a good amount of points. Tobias Harris, 2 for 13 from 3. That's not good at all. But then, but then when I look at this Raptors team, the thing that kind of um surprised me the most, you could say, was... Okay, so Kawhi, he still had 39 points, shooting 13 for 20 from the field. This is... This man is insane. But Pascal Siakam, he had a bad game. He only had 9 points. He shot 2 for 10. That's a bad game for Pascal Siakam. But, and usually if that happened during game 3, shit, the, shit, the, I I mean the Raptors would have scored 70 points, if that. But now, Marcus saw stepped it up, shot 7 for 13, 16 points. Kyle Lowry had a Kyle Lowry game. 14 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. Danny Green had a Danny Green game with 11 points. I still don't like how the Raptors don't try to utilize their bench with Jeremy Lin, Fred Van Leet. But I mean, Serge Ibaka had 12 points, 9 boards. Their bench was kind of disappointing, but hey, they won. And this can kind of go in the same category as KD for me. Is the Raptors, they have their star player going on a run. That's the same. with Katie Kawhi, their star player, is going on an insane streak right now. Can the supporting cast step it up? And they did step it up. Pascal Siakam had a bad game. Kyle Lowry, Marcus stepped it up, and their defense held Philly to under one hundred points. That that's that's what you need to do. I should say if Pascal Siakam had 23 points, like he, I think he's averaging throughout the playoffs so far. 23 points. They would have won this game by almost 20. Like, damn. Or, or, or probably not 20 because then he would have to take away buckets from, um, from the other players. But they would have won by 15-ish. By double digits, let's just say that. I mean, shit. If they can just play defense like they did during this game, They'll be good. That's my main takeaway. I mean, Philly, they just they just didn't play well. I mean, shit, Joel Embiid had a shitty game, and he's your star player. If Joel Embiid plays well, the Sixers win that game. It's a very even series, and that kind of kind of hints us to, too. Moving on to the final game, I will be giving some analysis on before my predictions for tonight's games. Denver tied up the series 2 to 2. They won 116 to 112. Um the main part of this game is Jamal Murray. 34 points. Nikola Jokic had a triple-double. I'm not sure why Tory Craig is in the starting lineup. Maybe he's locked down for defense. I don't really know, but he's not a scorer to say the least. Maybe he's locked down defense. I don't know, but still. Um Jamal Murray hooped. When he's when Jamal Murray is hooping, do you see the difference between the Nuggets? They won. They won. Gary Harris, he had 14 points. Decent day. Their bench did not have a whole lot to contribute. They had 20, but still, you know what I'm saying? 23, actually. But um, when Jamal Murray hoops, this Denver team can win. And CJ McCullum, Damian Lillard, they had their games, but mm, we got Enos Cantor and Mo Harkless combining for nine points. You're starters. Like this whole starting lineup. Minus fifteen, minus twelve, minus eleven, Damian Lillard, minus eight, and CJ McCollum, minus minus ten. I mean, hell, I mean, the The bench for Portland did better than the starting lineup when it comes to plus minuses oh Seth Curry 16 points had a plus 16 good for him but still I just this is such an even series like I don't really know what to say When I was planning this I was just gonna say like I just told myself just make it up on the spot just say whatever first comes to your mind because I guess that's what you really like believe and I'm still at shock of what I have to say because these are such evenly matched teams like I guess what I can say is that if the Nuggets (sighs) Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum are on really good runs right now and this is kind of like a theme throughout the playoffs lock down the supporting cast and the star players can't do too much that's kind of like a theme so far with Kawhi KD and now Damian Lillard and team Dame and CJ McCollum, I kinda of packaged them as one because they're both playing really well. But like I, and the nine man rotation, I think that I think that the Trailblazers can utilize a little bit more depth because when when Anus Cantor is not playing too well, I mean Mo Harkless not playing too well. You really couldn't take him out for a little bit. Just saying. I mean, shit. I like, the shot percentages, they look good from both teams. Denver, 43%, 44 from three. Portland, 47%, 43 from three. This is just long. This is who can come down in the stretch because this is a very tight game throughout. Denver was up by um, eight with a little bit left. I'm with nine minutes left. And the fourth in Portland, they fought back. It just just wasn't gonna happen. Just was not going to happen. This was a close game to the very end. But I mean the free throws kind of messed them up. My main takeaway would be when Jamal Murray plays really well, so do the Nuggets. That's my main takeaway. This is such an evenly meshed, well rounded series. This is insane. <laughs> Moving on to tonight's games, I'm going to give my predictions. Um, and actually, a little disclaimer: I do understand that I'm going to be posting this podcast during the Bucks, um, during the Bucks Celtics game, but this is like recorded before it, so I like, don't think that's influencing my opinion because it's just not. Okay, t- speaking of Bucks Celtics, let's talk about that prediction. Um, what what I think is gonna happen? I think I think Bucks are gonna win. I think Bucks are gonna do really well. And I do think that Boston's defense is going to step it up some, but I think the game's going to be close throughout the first three quarters, three and a half quarters, but then Milwaukee's going to pull away. Why? Because they're the better team. This is a very – these are two very good teams, very talented teams going at each other, but Boston's going to play good defense. Milwaukee's going to play good defense. I just think with – Six minutes left during the fourth or seven or five, Milwaukee might pull away late. That's what I think can happen. That's what I think is going to happen. Why? Because this—it's the talent on Boston that makes me want to pick them so so bad, and the fact that they're at the TD Garden. Garden, I just think this Bucks team is just better. I mean, there's there's not really much else I I I I, I, I can explain there. I think they're the better team and i think when it comes down to the wire i think the bucks can pull away late but that can go i can go for the same with boston i just think for this game i, I think bucks are going to pull away late that's my prediction moving on to the 9:30 game we have houston i mean not houston golden state at houston at 9:30 tonight um i think warriors i think the warriors are going to win this game and that's for the reasons i said before And that reason being Steph Curry, and I think Steph Curry's gonna have a really good game, thirty points, thirty five points. I'm, I mean, we all know KD's gonna have his great game because shit, that's what he's doing. He's playing incredible. I think Steph's gonna step it up, and as much as I want to see the Rockets win, because fuck the Warriors, (laughs) but um, I mean. This is going to be still a very close game. These are all going to be very close games. These are all very close series. But if Curry plays well, this isn't much of a series. They'll go up 3 1 if that's an if Curry plays really well. Because, I mean, Clay's going to have a Clay game 16, 20, 23 points, just one of those three. (laughs) I mean, Draymond's going to have his Draymond game 10 9 and 7. And if Steph steps it up and drops thirty and Katie still has forty, thirty-five, yeah, yeah, they win this game. They win this game. That's my prediction. Warriors win this game. By double digits. That's gonna do it for me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. Um follow me on Twitter at SPWS Podcast and have a nice day.